The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. So we're in the second Sunday of a very short Advent season this year. This is one of those years where the fourth Sunday of Advent is also Christmas Eve. So about two weeks left of preparations for the celebration of the birth of our Lord, the celebration of God coming into the world. And the readings today give us a chance to reflect on what are we preparing for? How are we preparing? When I was talking to Bill right before Mass, I was thinking to myself, man, I gotta go shopping. So I'm a great procrastinator of Christmas shopping and Christmas cards and things like that. I have this pattern in my life of, okay, I got to do my Christmas cards. Okay, Christmas is coming, gone, but the Christmas season still goes till the baptism of the Lord. Maybe I'll just send out Easter cards. <laughs> okay, next year I'll do better. And I think in the busyness of the modern world and all of our lives and the things we're trying to keep up with and the things that we're going through, it becomes very easy for many of us to fall into that pattern of procrastination. But then we could step back from that and ask ourselves the question, like, is God the same way? Is our Lord the same way? 
Because sometimes it seems like our Lord's procrastinating in our lives. Father, I've been praying and I've been asking our Lord to help me with this situation, but he just never seems to answer me. Father, people talk about having this like amazing experience of Jesus and adoration, but when I go, I just feel like I'm alone. When is he going to show up in my life? Father, I've been praying about the conversion of my marriage for all these years, and nothing seems to change. It can seem like our Lord's procrastinating, and St. Paul talks about this in the second reading for today. He says, the Lord does not delay his promise as some regard delay. So he's obviously responding to people who feel like our Lord's procrastinating in their lives, like he's delaying what he said he was going to do. And he says, no, wait, our Lord's not delaying like you think about delaying. Our Lord's not procrastinating like Father Kokali procrastinates his Christmas cards. But he's patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So what St. Paul says to that person who feels like our Lord's not showing up or our Lord's putting off answering my prayers is that he's not delaying, he's not procrastinating, he's not blowing you off, he's being patient with you. So that all might come to repentance. He's giving us enough time for our hearts to be transformed. And the transformation of our hearts does take time. It does take time. St. Peter, I always love to use him as an example. St. Peter, it took him three years to go from Get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man, to proclaiming the gospel at Pentecost. In our own lives, it can take that long or longer. In my own experience, I remember being in graduate school, listening to all this content about joy and love and Sonship and daughterhood and joy and blah. <laughs> and sitting there and thinking to myself, like, I haven't had joy. I don't know when the last time I had joy was. I don't even know if I've had a feeling in five years. But coming to the resolution in my own stubbornness that, well, I know our Lord's doing something. I don't know what he's doing. 
but I have to like stay in this place and let him do what he's doing. And then years later to find myself in a position where I'm actually very joyful. Because our Lord was patient with me that I should come to repentance. And today we also focus on John the Baptist who he came into the world, also through a miraculous birth, and he was out in the desert preaching this gospel of repentance, and people were going to him, and they were going through this process of conversion. They were showing up and confessing their sins and saying, I don't want to live this way anymore, and then they would be baptized. But their hearts weren't yet transformed. They were just preparing their hearts for transformation through that process of conversion, which started with gathering as a community and confessing their sins and saying, I don't want to live this way anymore. And then Jesus shows up. No, and then Jesus shows up. And when I work with people who struggle with addiction, one of my favorite things to reflect on is that that's what they're doing. They're going through a conversion process where they walk into a room and they say, this is who I am. And everybody says, welcome. And they start to go through a conversion process. And that's what happens in 12-step rooms all over the country is people kind of like going to John the Baptist so that our Lord can prepare the way in their hearts. It's what happens in many of the healing ministries that we have in the diocese. It's what happens in an unbound prayer session. It's what happens in our divorce recovery groups. It's what happens in other communities where people are trying to overcome particular sins. And when we allow ourselves to just be in that place where we recognize that our Lord needs to make straight the way in our hearts, We start to move into that process of repentance so that our Lord can transform our lives and he can answer our prayers and he can fulfill his promises for us. Our Lord's not blowing us off or procrastinating, but rather he loves us so much that he wants to make sure every possibility is available, every opportunity is available for us to open our hearts to him. And that also applies to praying for other people's conversions when we're praying for our children that are away from the church or when we're praying for a husband or when we're praying for a wife. 
Our Lord's not procrastinating, but rather he's ensuring that person's conversion. He's giving enough space for that person to come around. Wishing that they should not perish but come to repentance. It's out of his great love and his desire that all should be saved, that all should come to know him. And so when we think about our own lives and the kind of stresses or anxieties that come particularly you know, during this Advent season, there's a lot of stress sometimes about the holidays coming up. how we're going to get through them. And at this time, those words from the prophet Isaiah, those become our prayer, asking our Lord to make straight the pathway, to break through all of that. That we might come to arrive at that place of great joy, Right now in this Advent season, we're focusing on that pathway. That we might celebrate with great joy our Lord's coming in two short weeks. And so today, let us pray for that grace of perseverance, that grace of conversion in our hearts, that grace of repentance. Confidently recommitting ourselves to waiting on the Lord, knowing that He doesn't delay as we delay, but rather He is waiting so that we might come to repentance and all may experience eternal life.